0: If you have you been in a situation where the other person knew your big buttons, right? Your big you know, like like big open wounds that you totally, did that we all yeah. do. And they just yeah. stuck a fucking stick in that thing. Mm-hmm. Where where's your trust and how and did you ever allow them to have that level of trust again? The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot. Radio Podcast. Well, it's that time again. Welcome back to the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Dr. Tony Dufresne, and the other host being the lovely
1: Lexi Rodriguez. What is up?
0: What's up with you? You've been a long, uh, you've been gone for a little bit. I told uh, you. I try to here, warn you. I like
1: snuck it in. Listen, listen. I like you have snuck to, it in. You don't have to I know, warn me about me shit. I know you what exactly happen. what your I, mo I, is. I, no, exactly. But After I snuck it two in two and and on the last show I was on. I go. You're like we're about to be at 200 shows, and I was like, "Yeah, it'll be like well, it's a hundred or three or four. Not 200. But, oh, sorry, you know, that's what I that's meant. That's okay. 100. Same diff. But you knew, you knew know, what it was popping.
0: Yeah, I, I totally know that. That's why I'm not. First of all, I'm not surprised, I never did pressure that. I figured, uh, and I, I know that's I, I, I typically leave best. it up to you to come in when you're inspired, and then we'll talk about stuff. So that's so totally this, how I operate. So, and, and and you were inspired, very inspired, so much mm-hmm. so that you sent me a, a couple uh, texts and uh, one had to do with uh, sort of in a roundabout way had to do with relationships and uh, breaking up and kind of in trouble and the signs really of being yeah. in a troubled relationship. And I thought that was really good because, you know, even though a lot of the clients that uh, that I deal with, they, usually they come in and they talk about expanding their life and and having more success or not knowing what the next step in their life is. Cause usually, like I said, usually they're about 25 to 35 years old and they want to do something else or something different. But inevitably there's something wrong with a relationship in their life. Right. Because if that, if that part's not jiving with them more than likely the relationship stuff, there's something not right. Cause they're, it's kind of an inauthenticity type of a thing. So that's why I thought this was a really good thing to, um, to talk about today. Right.
1: And I just think that, um, that I want people to get a nice, clear outlook on the inevitable signs that are going to happen. If this isn't the person you're going to be with and nine times out of 10, it isn't the person you're going to be with. So our topic today is four signs. Your relationship is in trouble. And it's more of just like, you know, don't listen to this, this podcast and then go home and be like, you know, baby, baby, it's fucking over.
0: You know, I'm not going to speak for you, but I think I know after low these many years, I think I know kind of what your gig is. And it's you're you're very much of a, you know, time is precious and you're very much of a in, mm-hmm. in the moment and in the now type of a person. And I am too. And I think that's why we, we have a lot of similar thoughts about stuff. But when it comes down to relationships, you know, the reasons why we talk about this stuff and the reasons why we want to... Share this information is because we don't think that anybody should waste their time in something that's not that's not allowing them to evolve. Let's. I want to start off with uh, something that's very very popular in in the psychology world, and it's something that was developed by John Gottman. He's a relationship expert. Signs your relationship is in trouble. Now, he goes through and uh, he indicates that conflict is healthy and it's needed in a relationship. As a matter of fact, I completely agree, and I think you probably do too. You need conflict. If you don't have conflict in your relationship, it's a terrible sign because it means that you guys are in meshing. And I'm doing this uh, two right. hula hoop thing on the video where yeah. you guys like overlap with each other completely. And you know what happens when that happens? You lose your sense of self. Totally, and if somebody totally. loses their sense of self in a relationship, you're doomed because uh, then there's a passive aggressive, and then that's 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 a clear example of somebody waking up one day and just one day out of the blue and saying, "I don't even know who I am anymore." Totally. And and how many times does that happen?
1: That I want to use it happens all the time, but I want to use the the word conflict a little bit carefully because there's different kinds of disagreements, and I think that on a podcast that we just recently posted on how to pick up and flirt. I touch on how to disagree appropriately and to understand the person has an opinion and probably a really great theory behind it. Um, but it's not yours and it's not supposed to be yours because you are a completely different person. So I think, can we say that if the conflict conflict isn't, Benefiting the relationship, like, because you don't want negative conflict. To me, conflict sounds like it's like a negative thing. Like,
0: well, but that's, but you can take it that way. But it really isn't. Conflict is just is just communicating a difference in opinions, right? Or your so stance on something.
1: disagreeing appropriately, yeah. right? Yeah. And and that's fucking so rad. Like when you're in a relationship where you can passionately discuss your difference of opinions and come out the other end of that relationship feeling like number one, you know more now about this person and kind of how their mind works. But number two, you were kind of schooled on another opinion that you appreciate and are going to add to your little document system in your brain so that the next conversation you have about this particular topic, you're a little bit more well-versed in that situation. And you're just kind of like, thank you. Like when I have a conversation like that, especially with someone I'm dating, I want to just like, thank them, you know, like, thank you for being like, shut the fuck up and listen for a second. Cause obviously I get a little hype sometimes when I have an opinion, but I need like, the person you're supposed to be with forever will know how to handle y- the way you express your opinions.
0: Yeah, if you guys are respectful with each other, absolutely, and that's and that re- that's really one of the keys. And that and that goes right into these four things I'm going to tell. I'm going to indicate that John Gottman indicated uh, in regards to the uh, the the trouble. Like you you are in tr- your relationship is going to be in trouble if there's criticism, and and it's not, and there'll be criticism kind of here and there and stuff. But I'm talking about. It's an attack on your character or your personality totally. rather than I, the behavior itself. And and it always comes down to this. And it, not even in a not even in a conflict situation in regards to relationship. It always comes down to even if you look at from from a like a a self-image standpoint. Or if somebody says you're you failed this course, it doesn't mean you're a failure or you lost the game. It doesn't mean you're a loser. It's the difference between looking at it in terms of the behavior versus the character. But criticism in this situation, when it gets in a relationship situation in a bad way means they start to criticize you for who you are it's your attack on your character like an, exa- an example i put down is like how stupid can you be a better alternative than how stupid can you be should be like it really frustrates me when you don't listen
1: so yeah you're, so but you're i was get annoyed at that yeah
0: you yeah yeah but 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 it but do you see the difference though if you say I'm having a reaction based upon something and I'm owning my reaction, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm right. saying I ha- I am frustrated and it makes me frustrated because of something. Yeah. And that and that way and but hey, it doesn't keep the couples from not getting upset or from having a fight. It doesn't ke- that's not the point. The point is you're going to have those little things here and there. I hope so. Uh, on yeah. some level because if you don't then there's a big problem then you guys are living in a dream world and it's not going to work. The second thing is defensiveness. Now once you enter into it, it defensiveness confirmation bias usually sets in and you tune out the other person uh, which leads to blame shifting and excuses. Confirmation bias being meaning that if somebody points out something that you know you know that it's probably not right or maybe you're in the wrong or yeah. you know maybe there's a possibility you're in the wrong you it's really hard that it's really really hard to admit that in that situation that you are actually right and surprisingly or not surprisingly it actually has a lot to do with the way it's processed it's processed when somebody attacks you in terms of your opinion and makes you defensive or you become defensive on something it triggers the same chemicals the same hormones and the same aspect of the brain as a fight-or-flight response Right. And so almost like a survival technique.
1: I think it's so important. This goes back to just the communication in all relationships of your life. It is so important to know this person. And in this particular podcast, we're talking about relationships, sexual relationships, intimate relationships. It is so important to know this person's love language and the way that they feel when someone's communicating a certain way to them and the way that they communicate, maybe when they're a little defensive and then you kind of have to react through that. I always like to look at it as a dance. Like Mm -hmm. each relationship you has is different than you have is different than the next or the one before. And the way you argued or the way that you, you know, joked with that, person is completely different so you have to be smart enough and aware enough to read that person so that you can dance with them the way you should be dancing with them otherwise they are gonna feel like you're attacking their character or they are gonna get defensive and start cussing you out and that's Mm -hmm. just fucked up it's a waste of a dope conversation that you could have when you're like hey babe it kind of makes me frustrated when you cuss in front of my parents like Mm -hmm. that's just not cool i i don't think that they like it and then your girlfriend's gonna be like, "Well, you're attacking my character." Blah 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 blah. You just have to be able to express it and and just make yeah, that, that person would... a better person.
0: Yeah, and the, yeah, and if and if she comes out and says something like that, it would, that, that's right. She's you're actually not. You're you're just pointing out a behavior, and you're trying to you know. But I mean, come on, Lex. I mean, the the whole thing is is that if you're with a person and they become vulnerable with you and they become open with you and you have a deeper relationship than just, you know, dating and going out and and hooking up, you're going to know where I call them, I call it the big red buttons. You're going to know where everybody, where that person's buttons are or what those person's buttons are. Is it, (laughs) is it, you know, you're just like your mother. I mean, that's like, or is it, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, where they are. And the entire point of being in a relationship, a trusting relationship, is trusting that other person with the fact that you know where those buttons are and you're not going to use them. You're not right. going to push them. Totally. If you, if you, like, have you been in a situation where the other person knew your big buttons, right? Your big, you know, like... Like big open wounds that you totally, did that we all yeah. do. And they just yeah. stuck a fucking stick in that thing. Mm-hmm. Where where's your trust and how and did you ever allow them to have that level of trust again?
1: I love that you said that because no, fuck that. That's not cool. And I think as you get older, exactly. your vulnerabilities start to change. The difference between when I was younger and starting off dating and and my vulnerabilities then were like scared scared to be naked or like you know scared for them to see me with my shirt off or in the morning with my morning breath and shit like that those are my vulnerabilities or them to see me without makeup on or like the stupidest most shallow shit but it but it's a thing you got to evolve in dating and i think Mm -hmm. that once you start to evolve yes you still have vulnerabilities but they're different as you get older like you're right right now mine are the little things and the very few things in life that get to me, I, I'm very good at not dealing with the the things that piss me off. I'm very good at placing myself in the situations where I don't have to be around that. But if you're my significant other, you know those because you should. Because if you're not sharing that shit with your significant other, then you don't feel comfortable with them. But if I'm yeah, sharing exactly. this with you now, my vulnerabilities are that you know that my the, the my biggest fear is to marry someone like my dad. And you say that to me when we're fighting about whatever. That it's fucking done. hurts.
0: It's done because that's right. like that. That's almost. Uh, I mean, in in going through the couples counseling experience that I've had, uh, it, it it's almost you can't even you can't come back. Most of the time, you can't come back from something like no, that. If that's you know hurtful, where that that like, biggest red button is. Well, th- that plus the fact that you have now actually completely violated the trust agreement you guys have had, but I've like violated it because they give, they gave you the most, the most sensitive, important thing in them knowing that you weren't going to push it and, and you did totally that and when you feel comfortable to open up with someone like that, yeah, that's great. I love that you
1: say that the trust agreement, can we just acknowledge really quick that, the trust agreement is totally i mean it's spoken but it's not spoken like hey sign right here this is our trust agreement agreement please don't hurt my feelings the trust agreement is just given when you start to be in a committed relationship and i think that dating nowadays for millennials and for like young entrepreneurs i think that people think that unless i give you a verbal agreement and you go fuck someone else, or date someone else, or don't call me back for a couple weeks. Like it's like, well, like we didn't make any agreements. It's like, yeah, but we opened up to each other. Like, so do, you, you, do you see you that, know, that a lot you know with your friends? My... With your,
0: do you see that? I mean, yeah. is that something that that that's almost like, well, we didn't agree on it, or well, we you didn't say anything, yeah, or we didn't totally, or we didn't talk about do. it. Do. So
1: we're not I, exclusive, or like, but it's like, yeah, but you were like pretty vulnerable with them the other night right. when you guys were like chatting about life and shit, and like that's mm-hmm. a big deal to me.
0: That's a huge thing. And it's, it, it it's, it's kind of sad that that's the case. I mean, I, you know, it's always person to person, but it is kind of sad that you can't, there isn't anything implied anymore. Right. That's as, why I as you people go people understand into that a relationship. if you're
1: dating and it's, it's implied, I don't care what year it is. I don't care with all these dating apps and blah, 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 blah. It's implied, trust each other. If you're opening up to someone really cherish that, that that person opened up to you and that's your agreement.
0: It should be. I totally agree with that. Completely. So, uh, so the first one's criticism. The second one's defensiveness. These are signs that your your relationship is not doing well. The third one is contempt, and contempt is blatant disrespect, like mocking and eye rolling and passive aggressive and sar- sarcastic humor. You know the humor. You know that. No,
1: uh, these all sound so ridiculous. They're just,
0: yeah, but but that happens all the time. In, in relationships and because you're... But what that what that shows is it shows that, that the core of the relationship is not solid to the point where now you are going out of your way to actually hurt this person in a passive-aggressive way, to actually take little notches out of them because right. you feel as though you've been disrespected or it feels don't th- as you though feel that you're, like, they're not around for you.
1: Yeah. Don't you feel like though if... And I've been here before where... If I am so angry towards someone that I want to purposely hurt their feelings, I, that's, that's a, a loud and clear sign that I should not be with that person. Yeah, like, but that's it, you purposely, know?
0: though, Lex. I mean, I'm talking that there's a good chance a lot of these are really not on purpose, but they're more uh, subconscious. Yeah. Because that does happen. But yes, I agree with you completely. I mean, if it is on, if it is on, the thing is is that people, people get into situations, especially when it comes to marriage and then having a couple kids and having a house and a mortgage and shared expenses. They feel as though they're trapped, and then they feel as though, well, I have to make this.
1: They're resentful. I have to make this work.
0: Oh God! Well, that's where the passive aggressive comes in. And you know, the interesting part about it is, nine times out of ten, they're not mad at the other person; they're mad at themselves. And they're projecting this energy onto the other person because they made these choices to get themselves into the situation that they're in and the other person is there and it's called projection in psychology. You project all of that or you displace all of that energy onto them and that's the blame shifting part about it. And then all of a sudden they're the enemy, whereas you're you're all you're pissed at yourself more than anybody because you're yeah. in that position. So and that's so watch out for that. It's really, really easy to fall into that trap and not realize it until you're like, oh shit. You know what? Maybe right. this is my bad. Uh, and then the fourth one is uh, stonewalling or withdrawing, which is absolutely like being non-responsive or just saying whatever or not. Res- I mean, that is and if it gets to that point. It
1: sounds like all these ones, though, are people that aren't living life passionately and aware. Because, well,
0: well, they're not because they've gotten to, into a situation to where maybe they were. But things have happened. And, and what's the reason why things get this far? Lack of communication.
1: Yeah. And lack of humanity for yourself and the people around you. It sounds like if you're treating your significant other like this, you're not treating other people very good. So of course, course, our answer is always be a good human. Get yourself together for so that not only are you a good person to the lady at the coffee shop, you're a good fucking person you're the best person to your significant other. And when these things arise, because they will, we're all human. I get it. But you'll, you'll be like, Ooh, I didn't like the way I felt towards them at that moment. I need to address this or this relationship just isn't working. And it does. Yeah. When you start, This is how I knew one of the signs I knew that me and my recent ex weren't going to work out was that I start to resent him and he's a dope dude. And I remember just being like, that's not, that's not fucking fair to him that I'm starting to resent him because our relationship, because, because individually as one, as a, as a couple in a relationship it wasn't meshing anymore and i started to resent him for that because i didn't want to feel that way mm-hmm. i was like shit i don't want to i don't want to break up like i i love this dude i want to be with this dude but i could feel deep down inside that it wasn't working out and that feeling caused me to start being like mean and resentful Perfect and try example. to make up Perfect and try example. to make up excuses mm-hmm. in my head like mm-hmm. It's 12:30. Where were you all night? It's yeah. over. It's never going to yeah. work out. You know what I mean? Like when in reality, this is this is a quote and this is something that has been really like really pushing on me the past few weeks is that the way that you feel about someone else has only to do with you. And the way and then vice versa, the way that you make somebody feel has nothing to do With you. It has everything to do with that person and what's popping in their life at that moment. So when you start to feel negative towards your significant other, go back and dig inside of yourself and, and explore those feelings because it's not them. I promise you guys, it's not them.
0: 100%. A hundred percent. The last thing I want to add real quick before you get into yours is one thing I'm going to add to this. And this, the four signs of that, that we just talked about, the criticism, defensiveness, uh, contentment and the withdrawal uh, were from uh, John Gottman. What I want what I want to bring in is this sign your relationship is in trouble when you feel as though the attention and the care Uh, the, the balance is not being achieved through your relationship. And so now all of a sudden you go to outside sources for extra attention, extra intimacy, extra, totally. you know, everything, anything, if you find yourself all of a sudden rubbernecking or if you find yourself out, Hey honey, I'm going to go out and kind of get a couple beers with the guys. And all of a sudden you're out there flirting with a group of girls,
1: taking your ring off and shit. Yeah,
0: exactly. If you start doing that, that's big time trouble. And it may seem obvious, but maybe not. Because a lot of people think, oh, you know, it's just harmless. I mean, you can look, but you can't touch and all this bullshit. Not really. Because if it goes against what you typically do and how you typically... Uh, go through your process uh, of being in your relationship with your typical boundaries. And if it's not the same as it used to be and you need a little extra or you need yeah. that you need that girl to That's talk not to okay. You, That's not okay. That's not how it should be. It's not okay. It's so
1: funny. So I had a conversation with a friend the other day and we're talking about like my recent breakup and kind of just tell- catching him up on my life, blah, blah, blah. He's a regular at um, the restaurant that I work at and I haven't seen him in a while. So we're just chatting, chatting. And he's like, he's talking about, I'm like, he goes, do you want to get married and have kids someday? And I'm like, yeah, of course I do. You know? And I, I don't need to, but I, of course, why wouldn't I want to meet the love of my life and just build this family with and this partnership? Like, of course I do. And he's like, so you think that if once you end up getting married and after you have kids, you, you really like think that, Um, whoever you end up marrying won't step out on you or won't cheat on you. And he was like, very serious. Like, so you really think I was like, almost offended, like, damn dude. And, but in my head I was like, yeah, I really do. Because if I'm going to marry and build a family, build this partnership with someone, I'm confident in myself that I won't miss anything or that, 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 character flaw that he has because he is a cheater if he were to ha- or if he were you know hypothetically speaking happened to cheat on me i am confident and i'm even more confident 10 years from now that i wouldn't miss those signs you know and i really am like i'm 100 percent confident and i feel like if you have those feelings that's why you need to be careful If like if you're not ready to get married don't get married if you're not clear on who this person is don't make those commitments because I think it is possible to be in a relationship that you I, that you don't you know think about another person. And I really do. And that's coming from someone who it is really hard for me to be committed and faithful with. But right. I think it's possible.
0: I think it's it's possible to, we all naturally as animals, we have tendencies to want to fantasize about other people. And that's, and that's actually been proven as something that, that 99.9% of us do on some form or another. But there's a whole, there's a big difference between, you know, having certain thoughts about that things and then, and then acting on it or starting to test the waters on that. Right. Uh, and that comes down to just a, a, a fragile ego issue. If you have to totally. go out and get extra attention from some, someplace 100%, 100%. else without, commu- without communicating with the other person that should, that should have your utmost respect, uh, because you've decided to create a relationship with them and you should go to them first and then chat about things. Now, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if you guys decided splitting up, then you're going to, but at least, at least, you know, be honest and forthright with them and try to get down to the reasons why. That that's right. the case. So, uh, what uh, what are your signs?
1: So, <laughs> I came up with um, four of my own signs, and I want everyone, I want it to be clear to everyone that we're talking about like not a new relationship. I mean, at least I am with these signs. I'm talking about this is a situation um, when your relationship was once very cushion comfortable and you were like stoked like you were kind of like damn okay I think I did it right this time or I think you know I think this may be the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with these are you because because you shut out these feelings and thoughts and these signs you completely defend yourself and you try to shut them out because 'Cause at once you thought you were right and at once you felt really strongly about this person and you were, you know, telling everyone that you were were stoked and blah, blah, blah. I want everyone to be clear that this is the situation where you once thought your relationship was Cush and you're starting to see the signs. So these are the beginning signs and just understand that it happens and I want you guys to feel comfortable dealing with it because it's something you have to deal with. And if you do it appropriately, the Band-Aid will hurt, but it will not hurt that much. And I promise you're not a sociopath. So basically my first one is that when it's impacting your career or your focus um, on a on a particular project that that was once like – you were once inspired by this person. This goes back to my last one, but you were once inspired by this person and now it's kind of impacting your focus. Like you wake up in the morning to go do your thing or to go to work and, and the relationship at home, the energy just wasn't right and it ended up hanging on to you that whole day and like that's not cool. Like, and that's a real thing. And sometimes people think that that's an excuse. Don't use energy as an excuse to say, that you don't want to be with me anymore but energy is a big thing and i think that you know when someone's energy is affecting your focus or your or, career right
0: or is it a response, or is it your reaction to their energy and do you and would you be able to it's change, your reaction would for you be sure. able to would you be able to change that understanding that they may be going through a lot they may be energy draining or or trying to take stuff away is there a way you can compartmentalize that and keep that to where it is, to where it doesn't impact. you. Yeah.
1: No, I think you can try. I think you should definitely try to, but these are like the, the tell all final signs that you're like, okay, you're, I would say if
0: if that's going on for a while and even if you have discussions with your other person and it still continues. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely try to dig Mm -hmm. deep
1: into it and figure out why this is happening Because there were times in my relationship where I wasn't going to blame him. I was definitely more focused because I was like, I'm not going to let this, let it be an excuse to not be focused on my shit or my career. But then it got to the point where it just was, it just Mm -hmm. was an issue that I had to get out of my life. The second one is losing yourself. Um, For example, Sa- and, and you brought this up in, in the article, but losing yourself. So for example, saying yes, because this dude is your boyfriend when you really want to say no or saying, yeah, of course, I'll play video games with you when you're really like, shit, this is mine. I mean, I don't want to do this shit. Yes, there is a fine line in loving this person so much that you'll do anything to make them happy. You should feel like that and you should do that. You should definitely make sacrifices in a relationship. That's the point. But when you start to lose yourself, you get a little bit too deep in making that person happy that you stop making yourself happy. That's when you have to address the situation. Three, sexual desire. Like what about, tell me about this too, Tony, like what you think, but what about when you start to picture someone else while you're having sex with them so that you can have an orgasm
0: if you're in the moment with a person you're with the person you are present in that moment you're it's like meditation you, when you're present in the moment you're not thinking about what's going to happen right. next week or you're not right, thinking right. about what, who, you where, where you're at or you know what you have to buy uh, at the store
1: you should be able to get away like like you said, it's like a meditation. You should be able to get away in the moment and turn everything off because it is, it's like going to the gym. Like we've talked before. It's like meditating. It's like doing what you want to do that for 10 minutes or 20 minutes. And it's going to make you a better person when you get out of it. So I think that sex is a really important thing that if you can't get away in the moment and all you're doing is thinking about work and the shit you have to do that you need to address your sexual chemistry and, 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 there it is possible to revive it, but it needs to be addressed because you should be able to get away and it should always make you feel good. Always good
0: question for you then. If that's the case, let's let's say you're you come home and you're just you're beat, work was not that great, you're you're not feeling up to it. But uh your man is super horny wants to jump on you and bend you over the kitchen sink, right? then right. you're not dialed in because you're you're still decompressing from the day and you have issues or maybe you don't feel that great or maybe you're hungry or maybe you got to pee, you know any of that kind of, <laughs> right any of that kind of stuff so he's he's trying to maneuver you you know over the over the uh, dishwasher, and you're and so what are you going to do? <laughs> i'm gonna Ooh, I, say
1: wait i have to pee i want to go to dinner give me a second so, so w- and so then we'll get back that. to this right. yeah okay. absolutely so you, would, okay. you okay. have to feel comfortable because because then you're he's not going to get the most out of it from you because you're not into it and you're definitely not going to get the most out of it mm-hmm. because you're not into it and i think that when people they try to place their they try to um like set aside their emotions for their significant other a lot because they think that that's their, that's their responsibility being in this relationship if you look at it more as communicating those emotions to them so they understand why you're mm-hmm. feeling these things mm-hmm. then you get back on the same page and then you fuck the shit out of each other Brilliant! And I then totally it's agree. Amazing. Completely. So, okay, agree. last one,
0: and that's all communication. We so. could talk
1: about sex forever. So, um, last <laughs> yeah. one, number four, four signs your love is in trouble. My number four is when they are no longer your muse. And I, I wrote down that I don't know if it's fair. I'm kind of exploring this, um, concept right now. Is I don't know if it's fair to hold someone, um accountable or responsible to be your muse or your inspiration. But I do think that is fair to use your significant other as an inspiration or as a muse. Um, So I, I think that when they, they stop to inspire you, not because they're coming in and they're not like, Hey, here's an inspirational quote today. You know, Mm -hmm. get inspired, babe. No, naturally. They stop to naturally inspire you. Maybe just by them being themselves. Yeah, just trying? by them right. being themselves with you, your chemistry. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you're going to be inspired by another human differently than the next. But mm-hmm. at that moment in your life, pay attention to what inspires you and let it be helpful for your growth. And then when it when it's not, when you're not growing anymore because eventually, like we said, 9 times out of 10, it's going to end. Then move on to the next person that's your muse at that per- at that time in your life because you're you change you evolve every five years every ten years hopefully every five minutes you're evolving right. but, and so <laughs> your taste in another human is going to change. It Go really with gave, the flow. You got to yeah, roll with right. it. It changes. Don't be afraid of it.
0: A really good point that's gonna that's gonna bring us into a whole different show about. Uh, non-permanence and about uh, people coming and going in your life and reasons and not to hold on to a person because of a social construct that you have to be with a person your whole life because you signed a piece of paper. I am, as as everybody knows, I am insanely against that. Insanely against that. Because people change all, people change every second. Right. and just because you get married at uh, 22 and you have the same interests and all that kind of stuff whatever if, I, if you're if it's for if you're 42 and you guys are completely different people i don't think it's i don't think it's fair to either of you or your journey or your kids to continue t- to really compromise way too much of who you are and to you know, put yourself in a position where you can't totally. be—you can't be your authentic self. So that, but that's a whole yes, other show.
1: exactly, exactly. Good show, dude. It yeah. If be, you have it, questions it on, on how to address it or anything like that, um, email me at Lexi at CrucialAwareness.com. Hit me up on social media. And um, you can find Tony and all his areas of the web.
0: You go to the website, javabud.com, and that's got all the videos and the podcasts and the freebie that I'm giving away, which is the seven phrases to create more happiness and, and money and love in your life. It's free Absolutely free. It's just like a little ebook cheat sheet thing that I made, and nice. all, you have to, all you have to do is go on the website and put your. Uh, I want a good nickname though. I want a really good nickname in your email, so put your email in. But give me a good nickname. I, I initially I said I want your porn name, but then people are like, <laughs> a lot of. I guess a lot of people don't know that whole thing about you know your. The porn name being your the street you grew up on
1: that's stripper
0: and the uh, it's same diff, but that's the thing so <laughs> so people got a little bit lost with that, so I kind of changed it up, so it can be a good nickname. I've got some good ones i'll I'll probably share those in a couple of weeks so. Uh, but uh, that's where you can find us. Uh, have a good week, and uh, oh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that kind of fun stuff. You can find us on there. If yeah, if there's any questions, comments, or concerns, please leave a comment, rate, review where you can, and uh, any any suggestions for shows, let us know. Sweet, peace out.